Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is my good friend, Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you doing on this Friday afternoon, Friday evening? Trying to decide if you've ever called me a good friend before in your life. Yeah, yeah a great friend. Uh, I'm sure I have at some point, you know. I don't think to my face, which is, you know, it's <laughs> Just... all right. You know, I don't need to know what I'm worth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just all right. I'm, Did you I'm ask sorry. me how I'm doing? Yeah, I asked you how you were. I'm doing good. It rained. It's raining, I guess, and I slept well because of it. You know, um, you know, got Maya down here. She's calm because it's raining. You know, it's 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 a it's one of those days where you don't want to leave the house, and luckily I work from home, so it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. Um, well, I had a tennis match this. Hold morning. on, I'm sorry. I just realized. You never said, I, I said that I don't think I've ever called you or you've ever called me a good friend, but you know what I have never done? I've never asked you how you were doing on a podcast. So how are you doing, Bruni? I feel awful. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I've needed to, to let this Bru- out. Bruni's one of those guys where you in passing say, how are you? And he just empties his life on your lap. <laughs> just you, go, you go, hey, how are you? And you're expecting a good and this dude just like salt. Like, oh, well, I'm glad you asked, actually. Yeah. I'm doing terrible. Do you have a few minutes of your time to oh, sit here and God. listen to me? No, man. No, I wouldn't. I, I told you this off here. I wouldn't play tennis for two hours this yeah. morning. Oh, it's just, whew, I'm not as young as I used to be. Well, it doesn't help. I played last night and then I played this morning. So oh, with like a 12 hour break in between. You just say you're not as young as you used to be. I'm not as young as I used to be. You know, be. like the peak of a human's 28, right? So you have at least four years. Yeah, but that's if you keep in physical, you know, the, and I don't trying know. To tell me you haven't. If you want to compare pictures of freshman you versus pictures of you now, it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's not even. Let's not even. Let's not um, even try to make it look like those are the same people. Anyways, anyways, I have some Halloween decorations up behind me yeah. for those listening on the podcast. You dress up? Uh, no. Yeah, nothing playing this weekend outside of no. football. I will be watching football. It's on Saturday, right? No, Sunday. Monday. What are you talking about? When, when is Halloween? Monday. Oh, it's on Monday. I'll see. I mean, I got invited to a couple, sh- you know. Yeah, a couple things. Events. You know, a couple here and there. A couple events, but we'll see if I bless them with my presence or not. I'm going to a to a family Halloween party of Norma's, and I'm going to be dressed up as mustard, white t-shirt or yellow t-shirt, the Heinz mustard thing on it. Is Norma is, painted yellow? She's going to be ketchup. Okay. And then is, and then Maya is going to be a hot dog. Ranch? Oh, a hot. <laughs> yeah, we had that. We got this costume, okay, and it's like sure. for a large dog, eighty pounds, and it doesn't go around her. So like, it just kind of <laughs> goes on like a cape. <laughs> okay, that uh, that's good. I thought you. Were it's a it's catch- a fam- it's a family no, party. Okay. You know, you can't you can't do anything. You know, that's crazy. Good. That's good. little I'm pretty children. Sure, no, that that is good. That is good. The last yeah. time I dressed up for Halloween, and I promise y'all, we will talk about something football related on this podcast in like a minute but last time i dressed up for halloween i was manu ginobili manu jersey and i had oh, that's a good one and i taped the bald spot right here i just cut out a piece of white paper you should have committed to the bit and just shaved it just <laughs> shaved it and just put the glue to ball not glued taped the bald spot right here and then walked around with the basketball and that, that was last time last, that last was high school halloween. last question about halloween that's the last time you dressed up was high school yes that's and that was for a party. I didn't even go trick or treating or nothing. I guess I, to, I guess I haven't gone trick or treating since like sixth grade. But anyways, 
uh the the last thing i was gonna say do you, did you have like a costume growing up that you were like every year because i mine was ninjas i was a ninja for like i want to say six years and my parents wanted me to be something different so they got me a spongebob costume and i cried i bawled my eyes out i was like i do not want to go i was like where's the ninja costume i want to be a ninja damn it well when i was really young we did uh my brother and i did uh, woody and buzz so mm. we had that dynamic for a bit but and then we just started dressing up as like scary things like we'd buy the mask and like the big black robe or whatever it was and like just walk around like with like a scream mask or something yeah very intimidating nine-year-old me yeah walking around with the scream mask and just a black gown nine-year-old looking five-year-old you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes yes exactly so um all right that's it five minutes of just nonsense yeah uh we're sorry if you had to skip through that but if time if, to move on to something else that's scary honestly, western kentucky you know what i mean yeah that's a good transition right there colin that's, is. that's really good you, you yeah. should get a raise for that um north raising texas exposure raise exposure uh north texas uh faces western kentucky at 2 30 p.m central time on the road tomorrow on so on saturday and I will be locked in on stadium because LSU does not play. I have locked nothing else to do. Stadium. It is on stadium. Uh, in theory, it's a big game here, right? Uh, North Texas is three and one. Is but... it? Okay, hold on. We always talk about this game being important from a, uh, a overarching standpoint. I think if we look at this at a more macro, micro level micro. this time, I think this game is important for a team that is three and one. And looking to, mm. you know, if you this is basically if you win this game, you're you control your own destiny for the conference championship game, right? If you lose it, Western Kentucky's probably gonna make it because Western yeah. just beat UAB, right? So this is de facto semifinal for the conference USA championship game. Like if if this we want to break this it is down the de facto way. biggest game of the season. You know, the I last, didn't want to say the, it, but the last, you, the last, <laughs> the last biggest game of the season. How many? You no, know, when you have? put it like that, it's How the many? biggest game of the year. Yeah, UTEP, uh, <laughs> SMU, UNLV, Memphis to a degree, Memphis, and then UTSA. All wow. of them, all of them. But again, this works as like a semifinal of sorts, and obviously, even if North Texas wins, they'd have to, you know probably come close to beating uab well they'd have to beat uab because or else it'd be tied Charlotte, rice and fau left Whew. all right so western's not losing anymore yeah um and by the way they have auburn just kind of sprinkled in there for some reason <laughs> i don't know why sec love sec team sec teams love late games against conference usa teams yeah non-sec teams like north uh lsu plays uab auburn plays western so it's just how it goes but uh, to, to, real quickly, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna dive deep into Western. We've told y'all this before. This is not the the nitty gritty that we used to be back in 2018. Uh, Western Kentucky, though, I can tell you this: the advanced stats love them, and yeah, I can just tell you that I, I watched some of the game against UTSA. Um, really good win from UTSA uh, to pull that out. We knew UTSA was a good team already, but like for Western Kentucky coming in at five and three. Only losses are to Indiana in overtime, which I believe, just off the top of my head, I believe that was a game they could have or should have won. Uh, they lost to Troy by seven, and Troy is a very, very, very good team, um, and then lost to UTSA by three. 
So it's like all of these losses are by single scores. Yeah. And then they, you know, beat UAB, beat middle, so on and so forth. So anyways, the advanced stats love Western Kentucky. And all I will say is that I use a site called CFB graphs. Okay. Um, I really trust them in a lot of what they do advanced stats wise. Uh, they do the stat called EPA, right? Yeah, and you, uh, you've mentioned this, this stat quite a bit. Good. Okay. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. I get my podcast confused. I'm not going to lie to you because I, I mentioned it on the LSU pod. You all, all for all the podcasts. Western Kentucky is ranked 13th in the country in overall EPA. Just the whole equation. They put What's it in EPA there. EPA stand for just for everyone. Estimated points added. Okay. So you have estimated points added per play, per game, rushing, passing, both sides of the ball. EPA, they are 13th in the country. Now, is it the you know most – like it's not going to match up with the AP top 25, obviously, if you go down it. But still, you know, Ohio State's one, Georgia two, Michigan three, USC four, Alabama five, Tennessee six. Go down the list, and then it's Western Kentucky. Question, <laughs> Does, is this a, can, are you able to take away the FIU game? No. Like how so much? That, of, like that, I want to know how I much think, that's affecting this. I believe yes. I, the strength of schedule, I'm sure, boosts boosted them up as far as that one goes. But still, it's a five and three team, and I think more than anything is they're not number one. They're not top ten. I don't. Think, they're not even top twenty in any category, uh, or they're twentieth in one category. But they're they're not top nineteen in any category here. But they're all in the twenties to thirties and forties. Like they're just really really good across the board. Like yeah. If we look at um, offensively, uh, they're 30th in passing, um, like 34th per game, 38 per play basis. Like it's just a really solid team. Um, and they are eighth. No, I'm sorry. They're 20th in um, EPA defense per game. So anyways, it's a long winded way of saying they're very good. Yeah. And Although I don't think they are as good as UTSA, which was proven when they lost to them. There's a reason why North Texas is a 10-point underdog here, and I don't feel as good about them covering in this game as I did against UTSA. Like, it just doesn't feel the same to me. Yeah, and I think that's part of the, part, partly because Western's not injured like UTSA was, and they were still those 10-point those, uh, favorites. So this yeah. this is a team that, is coming off a win against UAB. Obviously, that's North Texas's next op- opponent, and they don't—they—they they, they have no excuses that we could have given UTSA if North Texas had, had won the game. You know, by a, by a significant margin, we could have been like, "Oh, the the defense had injuries," or "Oh, this, oh that." Western's yeah. at full strength, and they have a good quarterback. They have good receivers, and most of all, they have a good defense, only allowing twenty-two points per game. And I think that this team is more prepared. <laughs> In terms of, um, there's no holes that North Texas is going to be be able to exploit here, I don't think. Yeah. Um, you want to know a fun fact here? Sure. Western Kentucky played. How many games in a row did they play at home? One, two. Okay, no, never mind. They played last week at home. They play this week at home. Then they play road, home, road, road to end the season. Um. Yeah, I, I don't – I think North Texas is going to have to – if you are going to compete in this game, you're just going to have to dictate it with a run. 
Like it's not even. I mean, you're you're gonna have to do what you did to UTSA last game, right? You're gonna have to make it ugly. Well, the thing is, last game, yes, they made it ugly. It was very ugly, but they also couldn't run the ball last week, and that was the biggest difference. Was that? Yeah. They they end the game with like what twenty rushing yards or something like that. They had like none in the first half. I don't think you get away with that. Oh in no, the same way against Western Kentucky because you're relying on your you they you relied on your defense against UTSA there. exactly, and you relied on Austin Ani, who eventually you know threw a pick and wasn't perfect. Um, you have to get back to running the ball. That's yep. the biggest thing for me. Is if you if they have another stinker on the ground, I can't see this game being close. Like Western Kentucky will punish you across the board. So, um, you know UAB lost its quarterback against Western Kentucky. So I do feel like mentioning that for those who maybe don't know. So it, maybe there is a little asterisk in that win. Yeah. But regardless. Western Kentucky is going to be very prepared. I thought, I, like I said, I was impressed with how they played into UTSA um, and Indiana this year. So uh, you, North Texas has to run the ball and has to be efficient. And at the end of the day, Colin, we've said it time after time, it's avoiding the catastrophic errors. Yeah. That's what it is. It, you, mm-hmm. There are no pick sixes, no kickoff return for touchdowns against these good teams like Memphis, you already lost that game because of however many pick sixes and, you know, just FAU, you had a pick six, you go down the list. There's a bunch of pick sixes this year. Uh, as long as Austin Ani doesn't revert to that, I think they, they can compete if they can run the ball. If they can't run the ball and Austin Ani reverts back to what he was, then it could be a long day. And it's on the road. I just don't – like going on the road to Western is very different from going on the road to UTSA. I feel like they comf- – I feel like they're comfortable – and in San Antonio in that dome to a degree. Well, it's, it's, there it's, so much. it's that it's that saying that anything can happen in a rivalry game, no matter how good or bad it, each team yeah. is, right? And and that's what that definitely was. Whereas this is like a this almost feels like it's going to be a harder game, even if UTSA, you know, if you, whether you agree with me or not, is the better team. You're going to a to a place where you don't play them. If you in the past you didn't play them every year. Yeah. You're playing a team that is still really good and they're at full strength, and there's not that familiarity between rivals like you're not going there like oh yeah there's, there's not that edge like you don't have that extra edge obviously they want to win but you don't have that rivalry where it's like you hate them you know what i mean yeah i mean you think of the games like the last two games we've been pretty much spot on with uh la tech and utsa right utsa i was like i think they're gonna cover the spread i think they'll keep it close yada 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 uh just because they were beat up this game i have i just the confidence is not there. This game feels a lot, and obviously I don't think it's the same caliber. Maybe not, but like this feels like the SMU game to a degree, where well, yeah. it's just like I I don't believe at this moment. Well, there's no they're the, capable. The, we you went into the U and I said UTSA was going to be a blowout, but I was wrong. But you were right, and and you said that was because UTSA had the holes on their team. They yeah. had the injuries. You know, they they had all these things that they had to try to overcome against the North Texas team that we've said time and time again that finally doesn't have injuries for once in their life, you know? Um, so now, you, like you said, you're going against a Western team that's at full strength, and it just – how can North Texas break Western? And I don't see a way – I mean, uh, you, you wanted them to rely on the rushing game. They only allow 134 gross yards a game, you know? And and if that's the case and that holds up, you have to rely on Austin Ani. And, yeah, stats on paper because I was just looking – you know, 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions, that looks all fine. But when however many of us, almost half of them are pick sixes, <laughs> you know, you can't you can't win games that way. And if you have to rely on him to carry you throughout the game, I don't think that's going to be possible. 
I just don't. Yeah, I'm interested to see how West Kentucky's defense comes out, how they guard, you know, Jair Shorter and Rod Burns on the maybe some of those deeper routes because Ani was perfectly fine finding Gums and, and Roberts. I know Roberts only had a couple catches last week, but Gums especially um, on some of those shorter routes or intermediate routes. So they have – we've said it time and time again, this team has weapons. Yeah. I mean, now that they have Gums, you have uh, Gums, Roberts, Shorter, Burns, Bush – like yeah, you have guys, and and I want to be I want to be clear too. I don't think that Ani is is just going to lay an egg, but you can't you can't only rely on him to get you your offense because we've seen that once once they have to do that, that's when he breaks down. He yeah. needs to be comfortable, and he needs to you know he needs to at least have the defense give him something because if the defense knows it's going to be passed every time, it's going to be a bad day. He's just he's just too inconsistent, and yeah. we saw in the UTSA game he had some some great throws, and then you have stretches where you're just like what's happening this is this is unacceptable like, <laughs> yeah you need to find a better quarterback so it's just too inconsistent you need the run game you need to add a way to get going you need these four running backs to get going like you it's almost like i want set to force it like forces will on the ground like don't even don't even give up on it at any point unless if obviously weston goes up like three scores but i mean so, we've seen that before though and it doesn't always go well <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I think they just have to at this point. I don't want to get in a throwing contest with West Kentucky um, at all here. So um, overarching, though, you think it's oh, like big picture wise, macro, looking at it in the macro we, and everything? We swap to love, macro. I like it. I love, I love saying that. Yeah, swapping to the macro a little bit. Uh, you think it's a big game for, for this team, this program, this coach? If okay, I like the the mic. Okay, I hate. I'm stopping with the micro macro now. We're we're removing that from the podcast. It's banned. I like the the trying to you know think about it more is like what is this for the team as opposed to what it is for the legacy slash job slash whatever of Seth in terms of the program. Yeah. Um, but I think, and I think that the game is important in that sense. But I think that, and I said this last podcast. I think it's it's the door's closed. I think that yeah. I think that there's there's nothing else you can do, and and that was why all the other games were the biggest games of the week, right? Or the biggest games thus far is because they had that effect. Whereas now I think you can win this game, you could win, you know, UAB, whatever. I think that you've shown that you can win. You win in ways. Sorry, what's the word I want to? What's the way I want to word this? They haven't won in ways where that, like... that, that 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 you overcome something throughout a game you know what i mean like like when you think of the big wins in north texas history you know arkansas is one that team was awful and they didn't really they didn't have to fight for that i mean it, obviously it was a, it was a great win like i'm not trying to like yeah okay I'm, but i'm saying that that the the very big wins have never been fought out in my mind i mean you think of the drive with utsa i'm sure i, think I that, could think of a couple you can think of a couple but the ones that that hurt i should say you know what i mean like the ones that uh i think sorry sorry to cut you off no i mean uh, i could I'll, be wrong here I, I, i'll try to I i'll try to help your 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 point here it feels like when this team needs to come together and win a game or needs to over, come together overcome things you think about all those moments that have happened those close games and i mean i'm not gonna sit here and do the math in my head i just know the Against the spread, numbers are not good. You know, the record since the La Tech block field goal is not good. Yeah. Um, that, and that, not I guess good. that's the way I'd want, but, to, I'd want to phrase it like you are. Yeah. Keep going. Whenever that happens, I remember the losses a lot more than any wins. And, again, maybe that's wrong, but it just feels like whenever they get the wins, it's like the Texas Southern 
UTEP. Oh well, yeah, um, it's like you get that momentum, right? You, you almost get tr- it's almost like we're being gaslit and thinking the team is going to be great a certain year. You know, it's like you rattle off some wins on teams that early are supposed to be really good, right? And then you look back, and and I know someone on uh, uh, I think I think someone on Twitter said that it's 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 not fair to look back, but when you do look back, it's like what did you actually do? You know what I mean? Like with with the talent that you had and and, I, and, and living, yeah. And I definitely want to. We can live in the moment and praise teams and yeah, back of course. Think something else. I mean, it's uh at the end of the day, it's like you can't lose by thirty eight to SMU. You know, you can't lose by thirty to UNLV. You can't lose that Memphis game when you play pretty well. Um, and the UTSA game would have been nice to to pull that one out too. Again, can you win a game when people aren't expecting you to win a game? The against the spread numbers are not good at all. The record as an underdog. It's pretty bad too. I'd have to update my my doc, my spreadsheet. I remember that from last year. But that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So again, your ten point dogs going into West Kentucky. Can you overachieve? Can you surprise people? Can you do more than just cover the spread? I would be impressed if they did cover the spread because I just don't think they will. But um, we'll see what they can do. Obviously, just covering it would not be um, sufficient at this point in this team's uh, career because that would a loss. Let's remember a loss drops them to four and five. Yeah. And then, you know, as much as we want to pencil in like FA FIU win, of course. Oh yeah. But Rice team. and UAB, you know. Rice and UAB are legitimate teams. Yeah. Legitimate teams. And so as much as we want to say five and five going into the last two games, all you gotta do is get a split. Remember in 2019, whenever that team was four and six, yep. and we were like, well, you just got to beat Rice and then UAB at the end of the year. And, and, and I think that's the thing the that you were talking about earlier. You need to, you, this team hasn't won the games that they're supposed to win, and they haven't overcome when they, when they needed to. They've, they've won the easy games. Well, I mean, I mean, it in the sense that, in that, when you think of that 2019 season, they should have beat Rice. They should have beat whoever. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like they haven't, UNLV this year. Yeah. I mean, well, so. so yeah, from an overall perspective, it's I don't think it really changes too much here, uh, barring some outlier performance that nobody in the world sees, where they just beat them forty-five to so, ten. So if they do, if they do something crazy like that, we'll say forty-five twenty something or whatever. Is there is a big picture for you? Is there anything? Because I I shut the door last week, but you I have really not shut you, the door. But I was gonna say you didn't give your. You didn't I don't. Give your, I don't think the last four games. I mean, I think the last four, like Western, I don't really think is winnable, but at the same time, would it shock me if they won? No, I don't think Western's like a, you know, world beater. Yeah. Like it's not SMU. So, um, you know, but after that, you know, they could win the last three, get the seven and five and win a bowl game, eight and five. I think that gets him the job back. So, but do I think that's likely to happen? No. So I'm, I'm with you in spirit. Yeah. Like okay. Okay. But you said, okay. The, you, you, the way you worded that, you said you think it gets him his job back. In your eye, if you were all knowing and, and decided the fate of the team, if you went eight and five, would you say, okay, let's do it again? If it were you deciding, making decisions. Five yeah. with a bowl win. Um, obviously, I mean, that includes a bowl win. Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. I mean, I guess I'd have to flip on that too. I was just curious what you had said before I said anything. No, you know, no, 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 no. You can't flip on it. I asked you the same thing last podcast. Did you? you said no. I said if they go eight and four, or you know, whatever it was, eight and five or whatever, 
and would you do it? And you said no. So I thought you said if they went no, and they lost closed. the bowl game, your door is closed. No, I, I, I'm. It's good. It would take. They'd have to win every game by like thirty for me to be like, yep, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> yep, it's death back on the pod. Let's do it. Oh yeah, I can't. Um, I next time if if Seth if Seth comes back and he's on a pod, I gotta I gotta dip. I'm not. I'm busy yeah, that day. You can't be fake. You gotta be. Yeah. Look I'll, him in I'll, the eyes. Be like, listen, Seth. It's not that serious. Not this year, so am I sunburned? I don't Can know. See this? It's cool here. It's 50 degrees here. There wasn't even any sun out when I was playing this morning, 54. but you know what they say? You know what they say? Sometimes the overcast sun can be just as. Uh, Do they say dead, that? Not deadly, but uh, impactful. As Are you a flat sun. earther? No, I'm serious. Somebody's told me that before. Somebody has told me that. Somebody. Yeah, overcast sunburn. Probably. <laughs> Probably, you know, some some girl that like, you know, li- listens to star signs and is like, I'm a Libra. And so, you know, probably is that it possible of- to get sunburn on a cloudy day. A person can still get sunburn on a cloudy day. A high percentage of ultraviolet light emitted by sun penetrates through clouds. People should still try to. That's yeah. But that's like medicalnewstoday.com. You know, like like that's um, not even like. Are you saying you don't believe science? That's crazy. All right. I, I have... don't know. This this seems like one of those sites where you click on it and it looks like a blog. Oh, never mind. This is a real this is a real site. Okay. 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 Colin doesn't believe in science. Colin doesn't believe in science. <laughs> Listen, I never mind. <laughs> I just feel I don't know. I just feel kind of burnt. Anyways, yeah, we gotta or... do our props. Yeah, we gotta do props. Props and predictions. Need like a little overlay whenever this pops up. Like props and predictions. You know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> what? what was that? <laughs> you don't do a countdown? 30 second countdown. <laughs> uh, it allows us to get our and music and everything. Damn it. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, okay. <laughs> that threw me off hard. That threw you off. All right. Do you have any props available right now? Sure. Let's I do it. Um, got some. Over under one and a half picks, Austin on you. I am worried they're gonna be playing from behind a lot more this game and he will be throwing it around. He had one pick against UTSA that was awful. Awful might be a strong word. Not good. Uh, I'll say over. I might go over as well. Dang it. Yeah. Uh next one. I forget to write these down. Hold on. Okay, I'll wait. North Texas podcast. Okay, go ahead. Over under. 120 rushing yards for North Texas. Over. I'm going to go under. See. Now you got to give me one. Over. Pay. Both. Over. All right. Um, I got one for you. Here's a different one. Austin Ani, 0.5. Over under 0.5. Rushing touchdowns. Under. All right, I'll take the over. No way. That's you trying to get back some points. That's I, I respect it, but that's not a good one to do it with. I think he rushes. I think they punches one in somehow. Somehow, huh? Something happens. Anytime I've seen uh, the design QB run, it makes one throw <laughs> in the mouth. Just wait. Just wait. Um. All right, let's do a Western Kentucky one here. Let's see what we got. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Over under 
299 passing yards. For them? Yep, they averaged 317 on the season. Man. That's so many. Uh, I'll go under. All right, I will... I'll go over. Okay, you can just score prediction now. Spreads 10, over under 70. I don't think it gets close to that. You don't think the points? You think it's the under? I think it's the under. You want me to bet it for you out of unity? I mean, you can bet it, but keep but bet your own money and keep it if it wins, if that's what you're saying. Um, yes. Let's, let's go with... Um, let's go with... 33, 34, sorry. Right? 34. Okay, 34. 34. 20 North. Uh 34 20 Western. Okay. I have a bad feeling. Oh no. <laughs> I've, I've I've alluded to this throughout the podcast. I have a bad feeling. I think Western Kentucky puts up a lot of points here. Oh no! I think Western Kentucky puts up forty and wins the game, forty-two to twenty-four. Wow! I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I worry about this defense being a break don't bend type defense, and I think Western can break it. Okay. So there you go. All right, that is that's the podcast. Thirty minutes in and out. Well, five minutes of us talking about Halloween, but that's okay. Um. We hope you all enjoyed the episode. Uh, we will be, be we will be back on either Saturday night or Sunday morning to recap the game and give our thoughts after Saturday, that family party. So you know. All right, we will be back Sunday morning to to recap the game. Colin will be hungover. It will be a great no, time. no. When I say this is family party, I mean like toddlers everywhere. Nino? Like, huh? Ninos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um I got yeah. Anyways, all right. That's all we have for y'all this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. And yeah, we will talk to y'all later.